4: You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on v Prime PRIMETIME.
5: Hour two of v Prime PRIMETIME. Super Bowl in the rear view. Congrats to the Kansas City Chiefs. Congrats to our pocketbooks. That was a nice uh, victory. I liked it. On to hockey, college basketball, NBA. XFL starts this weekend, Sean. We are presented by BetMGM. Got some games starting here momentarily. Not a massive college basketball slate, but a couple tasty matchups, including the old unranked favorite against ranked team and the line moving in the favor of UNC. The Tar Heels looks like going to close a six-point favorite against Miami. So let's go heels. I'm on UNC, and I gave you two options because at the time when the show started, I think it was still five and a half. So I said you could either go UNC, which I am on, mm-hmm. or we go UNC Baylor Moneyline Parlay, which I am also on. I'm on both. Dealers choice. And uh, that game just about to start down in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, Miami winners of four straight. And uh, as I was let known on the uh, ESPN broadcast, you know, average margin of victory plus 10 and a half. Well, congratulations. Do it again here.
6: Um, I think this is going to be one of those because me and you have a North Carolina Baylor money line parlay. I think this is going to be one of those nights where it's a rock and chair game and we're going to be like we should have just Well, I did laid let, the I
5: laid it with you know what
6: I'm talking about the, 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 the participant I am in this. Well, it's just
5: I'd be the cool. money line parlay. I'd be cool with that. Let's just make it happen. Well, I hope
6: it's a rock and chair game.
5: I Absolutely. Based off of my weekend, I don't think rocking chair games exist. So uh, we will uh, we will hope for uh, for that. That would be a uh, a nice occurrence of a, a rocking chair game. But uh, that is what I am rolling with here this evening, and uh, hopefully those uh, beautiful uniforms that UNC wears. That's uh, well, the
6: wrong blue, but other than that,
5: mm, it is yeah. so. By shocked. the
6: way, can we talk about uh, the hose job that my Duke Blue Devils got? That was pretty at bad. Virginia. Like, really? And then. Like, that was definitive. Like, that was it was a a foul. They fouled him. They came back and
5: said it was the incorrect call. So, uh, congratulations. By the way. And then Duke didn't cover. Duke was catching six at UVA. Lost by eight in over. Was it seven? Seven. Lost by seven in overtime. The guy next to me had six and a half. And Filipowski, by the way, got hurt, too, in the game.
6: And he's supposed to be shooting free throws for the game to end.
5: That was bogus. That was pretty bad. No, no, no arguments for me. Uh, thankfully, didn't have a dog in that fight. But that was, uh, that was you were hosed. And uh, it led to the, uh, the thought of if Coach K is the coach of Duke. Does he get that call? Does he get that call? Yeah. And it's very possible,
6: I'll be honest. I do want to get one more shout out though. Shout out to Chris Stapleton. I went back and listened to like all of the mm-hmm. mu- musical components to the Super Bowl. Chris he he did that. And
5: I was wrong. So, a last night on the cuz I didn't bet it and you can't bet it you in bet it. It went under. It actually went under. Did it for real? Yeah. It
6: seemed like it I took thought two it minutes. went
5: I thought it went well over. Uh, but apparently, anyone out there who bet the, the national anthem, tweet us, at King at once in Murray. Yeah. I believe it went over. I think it was like 205. I'm not sure. It, oh, sorry. That's what I meant. It went under. I beg your pardon. Britain. just correct me. It went under.
6: So. And then uh, I went back. That would seem like something. Like, if you know Chris, like, you could really, like, rack up. Oh, sure. Well, that's why. Like, and, a week before the game, like, hey, listen, Chris. I need this to be. Over this particular time. Well. And it, then I just get on a plane and fly everywhere that I can put a bet down.
5: Well, and the thing about those props, Gatorade and all those props, the limits are super low. It's, you oh, can't you bet can. it here in Nevada. Oh, you
6: can't? No. Oh, you get a dime somewhere? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. you. So, the cost of flights right now. Yeah. It's <laughs> not, not going to make sense. Exactly. Yeah, make what i so, I didn't realize you couldn't do it in Vegas. No. I was assuming you could start in Vegas. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing about
5: props like that or are, are things that, you know, human element and you can't you can't bet them. So um, but uh, no, it was a it was a great rendition of the National Anthem. Uh, Rihanna was he
6: almost sounded good as me. Rihanna,
5: you do have a good voice. I'll
6: give yeah. you that. Rihanna was phenomenal. And the think she, she was had a lot of clothes on, though. She's pregnant. I, I, I know but the dancers aren't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was looking like, I mean, what is this, like the, the special ops team in, in the snow somewhere? Like, what's going on? Yeah.
5: All right. Um, Mike Pritchard just joined us. Some, oh, by the way, remind people what you're on there, Puckstradamus. Uh, tonight.
6: Puckstradamus tonight uh, has three plays. I have uh, the Vancouver Canucks money line. Um, I think that game starts at 5 Pacific. I have the Calgary Flames to win in regulation. I think that's a 430 Pacific uh, puck drop. And then I have over in the Florida Panthers game, six and a half. All right. Those are my three official Puckstradamus plays tonight. Let's go Puckstradamus. Let's
5: bring it on home. Um, We are underway in uh, Chapel Hill as Miami has an early six, five lead over the Tar Heels of UNC. So right now where we sit, Sean, Mm Mm-hmm. We did a little bit of you know what to expect next year. I thought Pritch brought up a, an interesting question. I'm going to steal it and use it here. Okay. Looking at the NFC landscape right now, Jalen Hurts enters his fourth year of his rookie deal, so he will likely be looking for a uh, a big time deal. And more they most get it. Most likely, it'll be pushed back to you know start next year, so they they should still be able to build around him. So. Let's look at the NFC right now, and you think about who's going to come out of the NFC. Because right now, most people would think, well, it's going to be the Eagles, or maybe the 49ers. 49ers have, um, you know, Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. Maybe they win. I don't know. So looking at the NFC right now, and who the best quarterback is, Dallas has Dak Prescott, the Giants, I assume, are keeping Daniel Jones, mm-hmm. but maybe that's a big assumption. Eagles have Hurts. Washington right now looks like they're going to roll with your guy, Sam Howell. Chicago has Justin Fields. Detroit, Jared Goff. Green Bay. Rogers is under contract, so that's all we can play off of now. Minnesota has Kirk
6: Cousins. Can I answer the question without you like naming all the quarterbacks? Well, I'm just letting people know. Well, they know who's in the NFC. <laughs> I was ready to talk. Go nope. have my list. Go ahead. So right now, mm-hmm. if I was building a team and I could have any of the quarterbacks in the NFC, in what order would I take them? Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts would I take first? And this is for next year. This isn't for like, okay, Hurts is younger, so you know I'm going to take him. I take Hurts first. Second quarterback I take is Matthew Stafford. Really? Yes. I think Stafford was injured last year. He missed all of the preseason with an injury. I think that bothered him at the beginning. Then everybody else around him got hurt. So I really think Sean McVay and crew just shut him down, which is completely understandable.
5: Are we playing on the assumption that Rodgers no, is no, in the I'm NFC? No, no, I'm getting to Rodgers. I would okay,
6: take just... Rodgers third. More for lifetime achievement than anything else. I don't know that Rodgers is still that good of a quarterback. And then in the fourth spot, it's a three-headed monster. Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Geno Smith. All be for ABC. No Dak, and whatever. No, I don't want that. So, he's not in that top. I mean, I'd take Dak over whatever's in Carolina or or Atlanta right now.
5: So, and that makes sense for the San Francisco situation. The question I would have for you is: San Francisco, who made it to the NFC Championship Trey Lance game? Is their quarterback. And I'm not. I'm not saying that he should be in your top right. seven or but six. He's right? Bottom half, but. Because of your rankings, mm-hmm. would you say right now, with still a whole offseason to be played, would you say right now that the, it is the Eagles' conference to
6: lose next year? Yeah, as we sit currently, absolutely. Yeah, and I know that there's some internal talk in San Francisco, but the problem with Brock Purdy in, in San Francisco is he's out for six months. I mean, that's a lot of time. You think we're in, So we're talking... We're in February. So going to March, April, May, June, July, August. So he's gonna be ready so for So he won't be throwing a ball until September, basically. So I can't include Brock, Brock Purdy in that. He's not gonna start week one for the 49ers, so he won't be able to throw the ball yet. So for the Eagles moving forward. So the only caveats I have what do the Giants do at wide receiver? Because the Giants are a wide receiver group away from being a really dangerous team. Do you trust Daniel Jones? Washington's going to take, uh, I mean, he's in the middle of the pack. Uh, Washington is going to take a huge jump with Sam Howell. So I expect him to be a, a playoff team next year. Seattle, as I told you, right now, if I had to take Can one I cigar team, bet you right now if that I Washington to, will not make the playoffs? Well, let me let me see who buys the team and all of that stuff first. But, but no. right now, that's how I feel. If you gave me right now one team to take a future on to win the NFC next year, I'd take Seattle. I think Seattle's a team that has a young core that got a lot of experience, has the draft capital and the cap space that makes it even more improvements from an elite talent standpoint. I even talk about Tariq Willen, you know, finished second for defensive yep. uh, rookie. So, I mean, they got really, really good young players. Great head coach in Pete Carroll. They could take a real jump. I mean, Arizona, Boo. Justin Fields is going to take a huge improvement. He's going to make a huge jump, but they don't just don't have... I don't have the pieces around him yet to, to be a serious contender. The NFC South stinks. I think the Panthers win the, win the division. I don't know yet. They got the quarterback situation so to Tampa's figure because Tampa's got to make a decision. Do they go and get a Derek Carr and try and make another run, or do they start their rebuild? And if you're Derek Carr, do you want to go to Tampa? Oh, absolutely you would. Why? Because you got Mike Evans, um,
5: Chris Godwin. You got younger wide receivers in Carolina got a better defense
6: in Carolina I don't know about better hmm? I mean Tampa still you know Shaq Barrett Devin White Levante David Carlton Davis They still got guys they got some dudes in Carolina too. They do who's your who's
5: your offensive coordinator in Tampa Bay Uh, I don't think they need one yeah don't look like it Derek Carr gonna run the plays himself he might draw him on his hands Todd Bowles though you know he's that offensive genius right <laughs> pull a Matt Patricia. (laughs) That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It is V-CIN primetime.
4: kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals join me on the dark side of sports by listening to playing dirty sports scandals on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts this is v Prime primetime with tim murray and sean king on v the sports betting network
5: Keep it been rolling here on v Prime Time. How did the books fare last night? We'll head to the Rivage down in Biloxi, Mississippi with our guy Carl Johnson. He will give us the latest, how the books fared. I know he was happy. He had a couple bets that he told us that came home. He liked the Chiefs and he rolled with, uh, I believe his favorite prop was under one and a half yards for the longest or shortest touchdown. So uh, Chick Jack will join us here in uh, in just a little bit. Going back to yesterday, Sean, and thinking about all the props that we talked about that could potentially hit. Miles Sanders had 16 yards rushing. A lot of people had Miles Sanders, anytime touchdown, over his rushing yards. You know, he'll get over his receiving yards. Were you surprised at how essentially absent Miles Sanders was yesterday for the Philadelphia Eagles?
6: Nah, because the first play of the game, they hit Miles Sanders like, you know, he had done something wrong to the Chiefs. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what happened, but that was – they were after Miles Sanders. Like, they they went into that game saying, Miles Sanders is not going to beat us. He's not going to have anything to do with the Eagles' success. I mean, because they were suicide at Miles Sanders, I mean, they were tagging him. I mean – uh, Think about the catch to start the second half that they ultimately decided was not gonna uh was not a fumble recovery in the second touchdown for uh was it Bolton? Yeah. So uh I mean they just they weren't gonna let they weren't gonna let Miles Sanders get off. Like he took some shots. Miles Sanders probably still sleep. I'm <laughs> just telling I mean, you like, man, they just they had it in for him last night. I felt bad for little, little fella,
5: man. That was one of uh the most popular bets at bet MGM was over on his rushing yards. So a day that really had a lot of a uh, pretty good day. I would think for the public on, on the props with some of the exotic props talked about the octopus hitting a defensive touchdown, uh, a f- extra point or a field goal hitting an upright. So, a lot of... I uh... can't
6: wait to hear Patrick. I know he's happy. He got his octopus. <laughs> he's been talking about that for he's so a whole happy. year. <laughs> Couldn't happen to a better guy. <laughs> I know, right? Man, he's this, so awesome. This is his first bet. You know, he's got to be thrilled, by the way. uh, Like, you have guests on your show when it's like they're supposed to be on in, in two minutes and they're not answering the phone. Like, Patrick calls like three hours like before his, his hit, you know, to make sure that, you know, everything's set up right. He's so great, man. Um, he, he really is an awesome dude. David Purdom just tweeted this out.
5: $153.2 million was bet on the S- Super Bowl with Nevada sportsbooks, a 14% decrease from last year, and uh, the books won a net
6: $11.3 million on the game. Yeah, I saw something like 113 million people watch the Super Bowl or something. So I, I would presume. two dealing- people yeah Jalen Hurts is probably pretty popular right now as is Patrick Mahomes well he's been popular it was not new for him but like I bet before this game out of those 113 million I bet half of them wouldn't know what Jalen Hurts looked like so so like if you got any marketing deals on the table like that's a substantial like statistic to put up I think
5: he's doing all right I think he'll I think he'll always do better I think yeah no I think he'll do all right Yeah. his his answers post game and yeah
6: sure, sure gabrielle union vouched for him so what 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 is she tweeting about him or something she like that she was Isn't she married to Dwayne she, wade yes yeah, her and her girls that's their man crush right now it's pretty dope <laughs> shout out to Jalen. i see you big dog <laughs> um
5: so we just kind of looked at the nfc for next year the afc and obviously still uh Still plenty of things to, to play out with uh, with the quarterback carousel, but you look at Chiefs, Mahomes ain't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the majority of this team, so. Chiefs Pat- got to get better, by the way. Patrick Mahomes, his cap hit was 17%. It's the biggest cap hit of any winning quarterback to ever win the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah.
6: That's surprising. Because so, I thought he took a team-friendly
5: deal. He did as it, as it goes on, uh-huh. but it's still, I mean, it, you get paid as a quarterback. You're going to be taking a big chunk of the cap there. Um, He's worth it. So you've got that. Dak Prescott, not so much. You've got Herbert. Um, <laughs> neither is his running back. Josh Allen. What do you think about Miami
6: next year? No shot with Tua. Yeah? No. Okay. He doesn't have an arm talent to do what they need to do with those type of players. And then the fact that this concussion thing's always hanging over him and he's not a great athlete. I've always told you that. A quarterback to a size has to be Drew Brees or they have to be a super athlete. Can't be stuck in the middle. You know, it's just Drew Brees. By Drew Brees, I mean, like, fundamentally superb, great ball location, great timing to overcompensate for not having a huge arm. You know what I mean? Football moxie, high football IQ or you got to be a tremendous athlete, Michael Vick, you know, somebody like that. Tua's neither. Inaccurate at times, doesn't have a big arm, minus athlete, you know, so he's not going to run around and do anything. So so I just, you know, I think he's a good kid, but I think Brian Flores was correct. I just think Miami's wasting time. I think Tua's going to be a great backup in this league for a long time, but I don't know that if you're trying to win a championship that he's a, a, a starting guy. Ooh, man, you get people fired up. Man, there are some Tua defenders out there. As they should be. I don't have a problem with people defending Tua. And I think the version of Tua that showed up to Alabama was a frontline starter in the National Football League. Tua's been injured about five, six times since he first got to Alabama. Like that body's gone through a lot. You know what I mean? Here's the wild thing the Miami Dolphins
5: have longer odds to win the Super Bowl next year than the New York Jets. And that's all based off of, is, are the Jets going to upgrade a quarterback? Because they've got a lot of good
6: young pieces on that roster. I'd be honest, if I was Lamar Jackson, that's where I'd be trying to get. Is oh, Miami? He can't go anywhere. Well, all you gotta do is not show up. They try and franchise and Just don't show up, because they can't find you if they franchise you. Because it's not like you're under contract. Like you didn't, you don't have to agree to that contract. So it's not like you have a year left in your deal and they're fining you, you know, for not showing up. So if I was Lamar, I would be trying to actively get to Miami. I would be in the public. I want to be a dolphin. He'd be the perfect fit for what they have going on in Miami. Guy that can throw the ball down the field, elite athlete. It's gonna make the thing about that run game with a healthy Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert running a similar system to what Philly runs, you know, because that's what um, the quarterback would do. I mean, the uh, head coach would do. He'd add more run game stuff into it, you know, sort of like Shanahan did when Lance is the quarterback. And you got those gazelles out there, Waddle and and Tyreek Hill. Just, to me, that's the fit. And Lamar's from there. Yeah. So from a brand standpoint, you know, it makes a lot of sense. So looking at the AFC right now, Chiefs are the favorite, no surprise there.
5: Bills, Bengals, and then there's a drop-off, Chargers,
6: I'm on, Ravens, Jets. I'm on the Jets. two Bs next year, all year. I'm just letting you know. I am on the two Bs. I will stand by this, Tim. Bills or
5: Bengals? Bills and Bengals? No,
6: Bengals and Burrow. If Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, and Jonah Williams don't get hurt, the Bengals win Super Bowl 57. I
5: think that's not the yes. craziest proclamation out there. I mean, they were playing incredibly well down the stretch. Should we go ahead and lock in opening night? Chiefs hosting the Bengals. The Chiefs next year host Cincinnati, host Philadelphia, and host Buffalo. So any one of those games could open up the 2023 NFL season. Yeah, We're going to get a good one. Not, not too shabby there. Who could be a long shot in the AFC, Sean, in your eyes?
6: Uh, Let's see here. Do we have, like, a long shot with just the AFC? or is Yeah, I'm looking at
5: it right now. I mean, yeah. who, who's a team that just comes to mind that you think? Is it well, Denver know, with Sean Payton or 17-1? Yeah, to one to win? Be That's Dem- to win the conference. I'm it'd, not be, tar- it'd
6: be a Denver-Pittsburgh-centric play for me. Maybe you could buy me, tell me on the Browns, Deshaun, you know, with a year with at least, you know, some games on this belt now.
5: So Browns, Broncos have the same odds. Uh, I'm looking at DraftKings right now. I have 17 to one odds. Who would you
6: rather have? Broncos. Browns or Broncos? Broncos. I just trust Sean Payton more. But does Sean Payton fix Russell Wilson? 100. percent You don't fix him. I think Russell Wilson fixes himself. What was wrong with him this past year? Association breeds assimilation. Tim, whatever you hang around, you take on the characteristics and attributes of that environment. Russ went from a guy that nobody really knew to a guy that's hanging in like the elitist circles possible because of his wife. And that's what she does for a living. She's a celebrity. She's a entertainer. Like, he became more that than football. Now he gets back to football this year.
5: I mean, not having Nathaniel
6: Hackett is... Uh... Because that's what celebrities do. You know, I got my personal assistant and my own this. But well, you want that. a personal assistant. No, but I'm talking like, that. football players don't do that. Hell, that's what the team's for. And then Russell showed up like a celebrity. Like, who? he, Michael Jackson now? you Prince? <laughs> Come on, man. He get back to being the old Russ that we knew. That they ran out of NC State. He went to Wisconsin and balled out. Guy with a chip on his shoulder. Who well, people said Matt Flynn was gonna be the starter, he's gonna be his backup. That's the Russ we're getting back. Let's ride. By the way, UNC one for ten from three. Keep it up, Tar Heels. Only down one, though.
5: Good God. In primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King
4: on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, Deep Dive betting reports, vsin betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit v slash subscribe for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. What a Super Bowl it was, 38-35. The Chiefs get the victory, Sean and I. Bring it on home. Never in doubt. And our next guest, he brought it down home, too. Sean is also re-watching Chris Stapleton's National Anthem I right mean, now.
6: sometimes you have to watch excellence multiple times.
5: <laughs> Just saying. I agree. He was phenomenal. Everything. I thought all the entertainment. I had to go, you know, I thought the true people, by, by the way, you know, they watched us at halftime live.
6: Well, if they did, then guess what they got? Take Chiefs' money line for the game. That was given out on this show at halftime, by me, I said the Chiefs are still the right side, and guess what? Chiefs went out right hey, Did you give it out, though? Yeah, I did. Yeah, Right there. Did you play it yourself? Uh, no. I already had a big bet, plus two. <laughs> Alright, let's bring in Carl Johnson,
5: our good friend down there, at the Beau Rivage. In Biloxi, Mississippi, racing sportsbook director down there. He joins us every Thursday, but kind enough to hang out with us today on Monday just to give us an update of what they saw from behind the counter. Uh, Carl, interesting discussion. So, Derek Stevens came in studio last night with us on the post game show, said it was a terrible outcome for Circa. I stopped by the South Point here in Las Vegas on my way into work, and they said, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good night uh, with the Chiefs uh, pulling it out. How did you guys fare? with the Chiefs winning last night.
7: Yeah, I mean, it's remarkable. You know, you hear the stories uh, uh nationwide, you know, it just goes to show you how regional this stuff is. Uh we had a great Super Bowl, uh Tim. It was uh it was our best Super Bowl that we've had. Uh you know, and and look, like I was telling you off air, I, you know, the the most important thing is how, how these guys book this game. I mean, our traders, uh, Matt Cosgriff and his staff, uh, Seth, Angel, Elliot, and Armando, uh, David Mayne in New Jersey, I mean, you know, they've basically been booking this Super Bowl, if you stop and think about it, these futures. They've basically been booking this Super Bowl probably since week eight, week nine, you know, because they, they got us in such a good position that, you know, we really wasn't going to have a bad outcome. Uh, I, and I knew that, uh, you know, we opened up here, uh, Kansas City, a slight one-and-a-half point favorite. Uh, some places, I think Mike Palm and Derek Stevens, I think they opened at two-and-a-half. Uh, and they basically drew their line in the sand. They were confident in their number. They These bookmakers, they, they knew, we knew that, uh, our number was a good number. We knew that Kansas City probably should have been favored here. And that's one of the reasons I was hinting last week, you know, once this thing flipped to uh, Philadelphia being a one a one-and-a-half-point favorite, you know, even though we was getting 75% in some spots, 85% ticket counts, you know, this line wasn't moving. And, you know, it's it's the way that these guys booked with these traders, and not just at my place. You know, but basically all across the country in these different uh, corporations, you know, they, they, they don't get a whole lot of credit. They're behind the scenes, and it's just basically how they booked it. Um, they, they trusted their number. And the last thing that we, you know, if this thing would have took off, even with those data numbers coming in and the bets coming in, um, you know, and you, if, if it would have got up to two and a half, three points, you know, you would have been susceptible to middles. Uh, but they didn't do that. They, uh, they held their ground, and uh, I think that's why the books had such a good uh, a good day yesterday.
6: Well, shout out to everybody down there at the Beauvoir that, that partook in, in creating a, a win for the house. The house deserves a win sometime, too. So uh, I'll say this. The final score of 73 flew over the pregame total. How did you fare from a total standpoint?
7: Yeah so we we had a you know we we didn't have a whole liability early on with the total I mean we was you know we was 50-50 uh sharp money was on the under uh and we took a big parlay I think uh, uh I sent you guys a picture of the uh, of a big parlay that we had uh, uh where the, the the gentleman had the under mm. uh in there so that basically that single bet right there as far as the total went uh, basically made us come out pretty good for that.
5: We're talking to Carl Johnson, race and sports book manager down at the Beau Rivage in Biloxi, Mississippi, so a uh, a big win for the house and Carl win for the house when it comes to the side. What about props? We did have some unique props come home. Um, you know, octopus. I don't know if you guys booked the octopus, yeah. <laughs> but the octopus did come home. Um, you know, uh, overall though, Jalen Hurts scores the first touchdown. That probably was a good thing for you guys because it wasn't, you know, the longest shot out there. We did get a defensive right. touchdown, uh, which you know I'm sure the public liked. But overall, prop wise, usually Carl, when you see a high scoring game in the Super Bowl, it's not great for the house. How did you guys fare yeah. overall with the props?
7: Yeah, we did good on the props. You know, the props. You know, we're looking at three hundred and fifty to four hundred yeah. props. Um, <clears throat> one of our main things, I think, once we, you know, had we had we lost both the quarterback props on the yardages, uh, probably wouldn't have been so so well off with the props. But we won one, we lost one. Uh, that helped us a lot on the yardages. Um, you know, the first t- touchdown prop. Uh, you know, it, it was it, we was evenly balanced all the way through the props. Uh there was some interesting props. We had uh I think we had one guest uh that, that I, I can't remember if it was a ten dollar ticket or a fifteen dollar ticket, uh, but he played the uh, uh exact score uh, and I think he turned it into about ten thousand. Uh and then uh we had the Doink bet. Uh that was uh that was a popular bet. Uh, And, of course, the coin toss is always is probably the worst bet that you could possibly make. But it's always one of the most popular. Uh, So prop wise, you know, uh, that's kind of where we make our money. We make our money holding a large percentage of those props. That's one of the reasons why you see these places offer so many. Uh, And then we make our money based on, um, you know, the futures. You know, Uh, look the books, there's 32 teams in the NFL when that game's over with. 31 of those teams, all that money that was put into the Super Bowl pot is going to come into the pot. And we're going to pay one team out. So uh, we go 31 and one on that every year. So uh, that's where we make our money.
5: We're talking to Carl Johnson down there at the Beau Ravage. Uh I got to give a shout out to you, Carl, because we talked on Thursday and you trusted the market. You went with the Chiefs, even though I think your number, your raw number. I thought you said maybe slightly shaped, uh, favored the Eagles, but you roll with the Chiefs. You roll with us, but your favorite prop remind me, I believe your favorite prop was under one and a half for shortest touchdown, which was uh, once Kenneth Gainwell was ruled down at the one yard line. You were in yeah. the clear.
7: <laughs> I loved it, man. I you know, I was watching that replay. I said, "He's down. He's down." You know, <laughs> so, uh, so I, I got I got that one in. I was fortunate, you know. Uh, Mahomes, he went to Disneyland after the game. I went to Dairy Queen. So <laughs> so I I, uh, I, uh, I was uh, I was fortunate on some props. I, I uh, you know, one of the things that I did. And we talked about this earlier is that I envisioned the game being close all the way through. Um, so I got there with, uh, with the under 14 and a half point lead prop. I liked it a lot. Um, I got there with the uh, three point exactly, uh, game, uh, uh, final score. I, I think the only one that I missed on was game to overtime. So, and once they were lined up for the field goal right there, I was either going to win that or I was going to win the three point game, uh, score. So, uh, yeah, it was a good night. Went to dairy queen, got me a big old Sunday and, uh, Well, I'm in my pajamas right now. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) So, Carl, moving
5: forward, what do you guys – obviously, March Madness is so massive for every book across the country. The next month, what is the action like? Will you start to see it ramp up a little bit with the NBA, with college basketball? Is it a bit of a a calm before the storm with March Madness uh, about a month away? How does the the next couple weeks fare for the house just action-wise?
7: Yeah. So initially, uh, just by uh, past experience, uh, we'll be slow for a few days, probably through, throughout the rest of this week. We'll be cashing a bunch of uh, prop bets, uh, and then you'll slowly see the transition of bettors move towards college basketball. You'll see those handles throughout the country uh, probably increase. Uh, probably NBA is going to increase, uh, and then uh, you know once we uh, once we get into March Madness, it's uh, it's a great time of the year. So, uh, but yeah, that's what you going that's what we're gonna be looking at. Uh and then after that, uh, you know, we'll take a break and watch a little baseball and get ready for football.
5: Carl, we appreciate great as stuff, always. Carl. I know it's your Congrats day off, too. so we appreciate you coming on with us.
7: You got it, guys. Anytime.
5: Best win in Ooh. their history. Whoa. The house
7: celebrating.
5: VSN Prime Time with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits, like bonus bets and Bet Insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM... Oh, gosh. BetMGM rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today. To get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER alongside Sean King I am Tim Murray it is Vsin primetime halftime at, at Chapel Hill in Chapel Hill I should say with uh, Miami leading 35 to 34 uh, always wonderful to see uh, the team that you bet on go one from 11 from 3 and Basically, get to the bucket anytime they want, and yet still have a deficit.
6: So look on the bright the side line. of this.
5: <clears throat> and Armando Baycott walked into the locker room. That, with the that, that
6: that that's probably something that, that I'm I, we need to figure a little more about. But on the, the 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 bad shooting performance by the Tar Heels. In spite of that, they're only down one. So I do feel like we're on the right side.
5: They could get to the watching that half. They can get to the bucket <clears throat> on Miami. But they're not
6: a very small Every
5: single team. oh my gosh.
6: They're definitely not a high basketball IQ club.
5: But they do have talent. Miami is incredibly well coached. They're making smart plays on the ball. But looking at also, the they're, talent. They're
6: hitting a whole bunch of shots, too. So, I think they're going to regress a little bit back towards what they normally are. And then some of these, a couple of these will fall for North Carolina. They're the home team, right? It's their rim, their gym.
5: We'll, we'll see. Uh, Miami, though, with a 2 one-point lead at the half. And. They were. Uh, they closed as a six-point underdog in this game. We'll see what the second-half line pops in that one. Sean is on.
6: What really makes you mad? Calgary. Is they got a turnover and had a breakaway. Yeah, and they gets screwed. Yeah,
5: it's just it was a it was a frustrating.
6: Carolina should have been up one.
5: Yep, and they're not. What? They one of eleven from three. One of eleven, and now one. We'll but they're it. not a very good shooting team. They're three hundred and third in the country. We'll but take it. Armando Baycott, something to uh, monitor there. Armando Baycott, who. For some reason, only has five shot attempts. I, I don't know why they look at Armando Baycott, a guy who dominated the NCAA tournament. Be like, yeah, you know, let's hope he's
6: healthy enough to get get some in the second half because yeah. he,
5: he left the court a little early. Gingerly was going into uh, yeah. into the uh, locker room, but
6: I'm watching my hockey game because I have over one and a half goals in the first period. So
5: I am I am hoping that. Miami has no – no like, they should not be up right now. So, I don't know if that is a good or a bad thing for our bet. No,
6: North Carolina should be down way more than one. I, were one of 11 for three. Think, I mean, North Carolina can get to the bucket anytime
5: they want. Yeah, they should have they taken were advantage of it. threes. Over.
6: That's what I'm saying. Like, and they're only down one. So, if they just fix that in the second half, we'll get what we want, which is a North Carolina win. Well, let's get there.
5: I would I would like a cover, too.
6: Oh, yeah. i will take that, too, now. Yeah. So, I got no problem with North Carolina, you know, making this a rocking chair. Uh,
5: let's have a second half here, boys. Let's uh, let's make it happen. Josh Applebaum going to join us. Top of the hour, we'll get his thoughts on uh, on the Super Bowl and uh, what he's seeing so far. Anything that he likes later on this evening in uh, in college basketball. Sean is uh, staring at some hockey right now. Yeah, Calgary's
6: a selfish team. Like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's the second time now the guys had an opportunity to pass to a wide open player, and he's selfishly taking the shot. I see Banksy, man. These hockey players got to get it together, man. It's a team game.
5: So we just heard from Carl Johnson, Sean, and uh, he is—he uh, said that it was the best outcome the yeah. house has had at that, at his shop ever. Awesome. Which is uh, which is well. I'm
6: happy for Carl. That means we he encompass more, and we come down there. <laughs> and Carl, you did say y'all just had your best Super Bowl ever. That's so, true. I mean, Right? We know, no reason that we shouldn't get, like, the pres- presidential seat, suite. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the big boy. Um, the villa out back with its own pool with the personal chef. I mean, I just want a free room. I'm cool with that. Nah, 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 nah. nah. You're traveling with your boy now. I mean, I'm going to go. We're going to do it big. We'll stunt on them. That's what they do. The young boys, we are going to stun on them a little bit. <laughs> um, Shout out to my guy Aaron Oster, too, man. Agreeing to take us to berries—that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that—that's not gonna happen. Um, what makes Andy Reid elite? Selfless. For that's as accomplished as him, he's completely selfless. Like when you see Andy Reid interact with his players, they—they they love and adore him the dorm because he cares about them, and it's not all about him. When you when he does an interview, it's not all about him. Like, and. Taking multiple quarterbacks to multiple Super Bowls. I mean, it has been really good for a long time. Eagles and Chiefs. I mean, if anybody, you know, has a right to feel a little, you know, good about themselves, it, it's Andy Reid. And I just got a goal from Ottawa. That's fine because I got over one and a half in the first period, so I need two goals. You have Calgary and over in the first period? Is no, that right? no, no. I have Calgary to win in regulation. Uh-huh. But I have over one and a half goals in the first period. Total. Okay. And I have Calgary over their team total three and a half. All right. Um so I needed to get two goals in the first period to win my first bet. Can't win the second till you win the first. Did Andy Reed
5: need Patrick Mahomes? Because he's not a Hall of Famer from what he did in Philadelphia.
6: But he was really good with Alex
5: Smith. I'm not saying he wasn't good, yeah. but he wasn't over the top. I mean, Mike Shanahan won two Super Bowls and's not in the Hall of Fame. So did Andy Reid? T- yeah, people don't like Mike Shanahan though. People love Andy Reid. I I'm I'm not disagreeing. That matters. You. No, Andy Reid uh. now is a is a lock for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But, but, but did he need Patrick Mahomes? That's that's my question. Not that it really matters. He has him and he's flourishing with him. But my question to you is, he's. We knew he was a really good coach, but never could get to the promised land. They did well with Alex Smith, but not well enough. And then they were smart enough to trade up from 27 to 10 Mm -hmm. to get Patrick Mahomes. And obviously the rest is history. Five years as a starter. They've won the division all five times. They've hosted uh, the AFC championship five consecutive years. They've gone to three Super Bowls, won two of them, and have had uh, MVP of the league twice in Patrick Mahomes. So it's... I think we all knew Andy Reid was really good, but it feels like this pairing, Mahomes, it, and and it could go both ways, right? Reid might be bringing out the best in Patrick Mahomes. Does mm-hmm. he? Is he this great in Chicago if they had drafted him at two instead of Mitch Trubisky? I don't know. So I, I think it's fair mm-hmm. to say they, you know, they they both need each other. But it's it's just an interesting thought that Andy Reid was really damn good and went to four consecutive NFC championship games and won the division a whole bunch of times in Philadelphia, but never won the title. Now, if Ter- Terrell Owens doesn't break his leg, does he beat the Patriots? I don't know. It's just watching, though, the two touchdowns that 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 they designed was a stroke of genius.
6: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm reading Andy Reid's Kansas City bio is what I'm doing. Yeah. It's for I mean... He's been there since 13. You know, it's funny. Uh, when the Eagles didn't ex- – yeah, no losing seasons in-, in KC. Almost as impressive as Tomlin in, in uh, Pittsburgh. Um, when the Eagles decided not to renew Andy Reid, it was said that three NFL teams had private jets at the airport. <laughs> like, that's what—that's how hot of a commodity he was. You know what I mean? And he's done it in Kansas City with multiple quarterbacks. Like, they've been really good. Like, the Super Bowls didn't come to Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, he needed Patrick Mahomes. But in a lot of ways, I think Patrick Mahomes needed Andy Reid.
5: And I'm not disagreeing with that at like all.
6: He needed to go somewhere where they weren't going to be so stringent that you kept him from being special.
5: Real quickly before we hit a break, Eric Bieniemy could be on the move. A bunch of teams are interested in his services. Baltimore, Washington, two of the reported that are out there, Sean. How big of a loss would that be to Kansas City if Eric Bieniemy does leave and go somewhere else?
6: Well, I, I think the one thing you notice about Andy Reid in and his career, he's not afraid to hire future head coaches to work on his staff. I mean, if you look at his tenure in in, in Philly, I mean, John Gruden and uh, was McVay on there? I mean, they had a bunch of bunch – McVay of, was Washington. What was it? We, they had a bunch of – Doug Peterson, they had a bunch of guys on that staff. So he's used to having assistants that are going to be head coaches. Um, Matt Nagy's on the staff now, so I'd hate for Eric to leave, because I think that's a great spot. Chiefs are still going to be the preseason favorites next year.
5: UNC second half, minus four, Sean. Sounds good to me. (sighs) Like a full game cover, but a win's okay, too. Josh Applebaum joins us next.